Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about how laughter makes life happier. Hello, everyone. And I hope that we could say across the board that we all love to laugh. Personally, I haven't met anyone that doesn't like to laugh. <laughs> so, and I'm not sure I want to meet somebody that doesn't like to laugh. Mark Twain said that against the assault of laughter, nothing can stand. That's very true. Because laughter is a contagious expression. When you share it, it will bind you together with others. It definitely increases your own happiness, and by gosh, it can even increase intimacy. How about that? Sounds good to me. (laughs) Dr. Andrew Weil says that it works through a feedback mechanism. He says that physically expressing an emotion sends a biochemical signal from the facial muscles that loops back to the brain, making the expression repeat. Now, this feedback mechanism works individually, but it also works on a group level. So when we see people laugh, we tend to laugh ourselves, making them laugh more, and so on. Group laughter constitutes a powerful collection of internal and external feedback loops of positive energy. You could test this yourself. When you see some other people laughing, or perhaps you'll see laughing on a movie or something that you're watching, See if you can stop yourself from at least smiling. See if that laughter doesn't cause you to smile. This is exactly the same thing that happens when you witness a yawn. It's almost impossible not to yawn when you witness someone else yawn. And they're yawning because they need more oxygen. But that isn't necessarily your case. But it does trigger a yawn in you. Well, laughter does the same kind of triggering. It's really amazing. That's right. Well, just hearing laughter kind of primes your brain and it readies you to smile and actually join in the fun. You know that after laughing for just a few minutes, you can have the residual effects for several hours. That's right. And that's really why laughter is a powerful antidote for things like stress and pain and conflict. Well, it certainly does lighten your burden. And it does inspire you with hope. In today's economy and today's outlook, we need all the hope we could get. I think a good laugh is really a good way to bring yourself into balance. It helps you to be more positive through all kinds of situations, disappointments, and losses in life. If we can learn to laugh not only at our shortcomings, but at our burdens, We will go a long ways to finding new solutions. It's that break from that depression-type thinking that will bring a whole new outlook to basically your whole existence. That's right. The really great thing about laughter is that it's fun, it's free, and it's easy to use. (laughs) Kind of like smiling from the inside out. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, we need to take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors. And we'll be back in a sec where we'll talk about how a belly laugh creates happiness. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. 
With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, we do want to talk about how laughing creates happiness. When you think about it, laughing is just a unique form of exercise that involves your entire body. It boosts your circulatory system, so it nourishes your brain and your body. That's one of the great things that happens when you laugh. One of the hormones that is created and released is an endorphin. And this is especially true when you exercise vigorously, but also when you laugh. (laughs) So those of you that say, I hate exercise, you can do 15 minutes of laughing and see if you can get the same result. At least your brain will think so. Well, all of those endorphins promote well-being. That's exactly what they do in the brain. So it does improve your mental function. It gives you more alertness, more access to your memories. It enhances your creativity and your mood. All of those things happen as a result of those great endorphins flowing through the brain. Those endorphins also help to reduce cortisol, which is the stress hormone. Now, they don't do it directly, but as they began to lighten the mood in your brain, you began to move away from the stress and tension that has been occupying your brain. The adrenaline that's normally pumped out to speed your heart up is reduced, and some of the other chemicals that tend to facilitate stress and help you with your fight or flight activities, they began to reduce. And so you just start feeling better all the way around. You really do. Another thing, of course, when you're laughing, you're breathing in a different way. This enhances the oxygen intake. Your lungs start filling up with air and you're making a lot of effort to move your body and jiggle your body. And this kind of boosts the circulatory system. You also start stretching your muscles and that helps to promote relaxation. And this is especially true of belly laughs. All of these things have a great deal to do with your abdomen, with your diaphragm, with your musculature of your central trunk. So belly laughs can be a wonderful prescription to practically any illness. True. When you feel better, you begin to feel more relaxed. It does help you to improve all kinds of activities. Things like sleep, which also helps to enhance and recharge your resilience. You begin to replace anxieties and fears with all kinds of other things like joy and zest for life. And that really does help you to feel better. Now, one of the things that we mentioned early in the podcast was that laughter is a shared activity. So it does build group dynamics and it builds group growth and it does strengthen your relationship. So you began to have a much stronger bond with your fellow creatures and even with animals as well as just with other human creatures. And of course, all the bonds that you're creating with people helps to alleviate a lot of the stresses and disappointments and disagreements that would normally arise. You're creating a caring between the two of you. And laughter really helps you do this. Anytime you're laughing together, you're not thinking about the bad stuff. 
It does enhance your quality of life quite a bit and helps you feel more alive and empowered. And this causes you to become more involved in life and certainly more involved in your company, more involved in your community, and more involved even on a world scale. So all these are just wonderful things which start off with a belly laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and when you're triggering all these positive feelings, these emotional connections that you have with people, you would just begin to feel more alive and you begin to feel more empowered. It really does enhance the quality of your life. You also let go of all these defenses that you're holding up against other people. You would just start releasing all the negative things. It certainly does lift your spirit and it really does help make you feel good. And this is all from a belly laugh. I had one just last night. I could hardly stop laughing, and I can't even remember now what it was we were laughing about. I laughed until I cried, and it felt so wonderful. (laughs) Now, we need to take another quick break to thank our second sponsor, and we'll be back in a sec to talk about finding new opportunities to laugh. When we were kids, we didn't really need a whole lot of new opportunities to laugh. We just seemed to spontaneously find things to laugh about. but. As you grow older and as things get serious, sometimes you actually have to look for things to laugh about. So we'll share those with you in just a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. I think one of the best opportunities to laugh, Bill, is when we learn to laugh at ourselves. You know, we laugh at our foibles, the things that embarrass us and things that are silly our fears. It's really fun to be around children because when you are around children, you have that sense of wanting to put your best foot forward. You don't want them to see that you don't know how to do things right. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's also fun when they can see that you also make silly mistakes. So when we can share that with each other, it does provide a lot of laughter. Well, in our present vocabulary, we've had lighten up for probably the last 30 years that I can remember. It does really have a meaning, lighten up. So if you can laugh at yourself, if you can laugh at your mistakes, if you can be less self-conscious, it will go a long ways to alleviating that self-doubt and self-criticism and all the other negative self-behaviors and kind of release you from so much of this really depressive activity. (laughs) I have friends that sometimes send me things in the mail and I open it up and inside will be comic strips, you know, little jokes that they've sent me that are just so funny. I really appreciate that. I appreciate humor in any form that I can get it. But it's also a really great idea to put these things around you have humorous, fun things all around you all the time. You can put up photos of funny things that you've done or family photos that you think are fun. You can also put posters around. Another really great thing is to put screensavers on your phone and on your computer. 
These are things that just show family and friends together having fun. It's not real hard to learn how to build your own pictures into screensavers. You can go on Google and whatever computer that you have and whatever operating system that you have with that computer, there'll be some instructions on Google on how to post your own screensavers. So then you go also to Google, if you wish, and gather photographs that are pleasing, that are funny, that are inspiring, and build your own set of screensavers. And from then onwards, you'll be amused, if not laughing, if not completely smiling, every time your picture changes. And on Facebook, a lot of times my friends I know are doing this because I see all of the various little quotes and fun type activities, jokes and comical things that they're passing along. And I think many of these probably do come from just surfing the net and finding them and then making little pictures that they can pass along through their Facebook by just uploading them. Now, Kira talked earlier about emulating kids and their ability to live in the moment. And I talked about how kids laugh all the time. So one tip that we have is to find a way to get into the kid experience. So this may mean volunteering so that you can help work with kids and be around them. Maybe help them do crafts, you know, either through the library or through your church or through some other means where you can be around kids in a constructive way and help them, but also be learning from them as you're teaching them some of these things. Because they'll have as much to teach you as you will to teach them. Right. Also, I think you can just put on a laughter radar. You know, when you hear people laughing, gravitate toward them and say, you know, hey, what's so funny? A lot Uh of times you'll really be engaged in fun if you allow yourself to just see it when it's happening and get involved. Again, don't be so serious. Lighten up. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that's really great is to count your blessings. And I mean, literally, make a list of all the things that you have to be happy about. You can spend time with fun, playful people. So I talked about spending time with children. But you can also spend time with lighthearted, fun people. You don't have to be so serious. Not everything has to be live or die. It can be just playful. So that's up to you to find ways to be involved with other people who are like that and maybe curtail some of the time that you spend in so hard, serious situations. Certainly, you can watch funny movies and comedy TV shows, or you can go to a comedy club. There are all kinds of really fun activities that you can integrate into your life. I've already mentioned sharing good jokes and funny stories with your friends, but you can also read funny books. You can read the comics. You could even have a game night. And I know we were just watching a movie or something the other night where there was a game night going on where friends were invited over and they were playing charades. Or sometimes you can just draw pictures trying to depict the title of a movie or something. Those things get to be really funny. The drawings are really funny, and it just creates a lot of humor and a lot of fun. You can do organized activities outside, like bowling or miniature golf with friends or even picnics with your family. That's a real great one for sharing smiles, if not out-and-out laughter. There's always that catching up to do that really inspires you. 
And certainly, it's fun to play with your pets. Pets will do all kinds of crazy things that you don't expect. And they really do have a wonderful sense of humor. I think you can see when animals are having fun. They seem to be laughing right along with us. And the pets love you unconditionally. For the responsibility that it takes to care for them and to feed them, they give you back so much more. So it really is an amazing activity to have a loving pet. Now, we've mentioned a lot of the things that you can do just by intending to do them. Here's one that you may not think about, but this has become quite a great practice. There is something called practicing laughter yoga, and this is considered laughter therapy. It's now showing up in a lot of the hospitals and therapeutic centers that work with people who are chronically ill or people who have depression that they're trying to overcome. It started out in 1995, and it was started by a physician, Dr. Madan Kataria, out of Mumbai, India. What they did is just created laughter in groups, specifically and intentionally, and the participants come together now in groups called laughter clubs. (laughs) And there are thousands of these laughter clubs in about 60 countries today. Now, a few years ago, Kira and I actually tried this with a meeting group that we had attended. It starts off with a facilitator. In this case, we just brought it to the group because we had learned about this doctor and his clubs. But normally, they'll train a facilitator. They'll meet in a park, perhaps, or they'll meet in a gymnasium, or they'll meet in an open meeting room at a library or something. Then the facilitator starts laughing. <laughs> so kind of like that. <laughs> and then everyone in the group joins in. <laughs> so we had about eight or 10 members of this group. And we started to do this. And pretty soon some of the others were doing it. And at first they look at you like, you lost your mind. I'm sure you <laughs> totally lost your mind. But once they get into the spirit of it, and once they look around and see no one's watching except the people who are there participating with them, nobody's watching and judging them, they let go and they start to laugh. They had so much fun that by the end of the session, which only lasts about 15 minutes or so, 10 to 15, I guess, they were so excited. They began to tell other people. We heard back for, I don't know, days and days afterwards how excited the people were for that one session, and they were begging to see it again. (laughs) What was interesting, as as I recall, that group came together to discuss depression. It was because they were studying a book about depression. What was really interesting is there were some people there who had had some major losses. I believe there was a mother and a daughter who had lost the woman's husband and the child's father. And so these were real issues where people were really suffering. This laughter made such a difference for them. And they talked about that. And you could just visibly see the difference in them before and after. So it kind of starts out as a fake laughter. As Bill said, you're kind of like emulating Santa Claus there for a little bit. But laughter is so contagious. And it really did end up with a lot of joy and a lot of good fellowship happening there that night. We were really happy with the results of what we had started, and we didn't really go there intending to start that. It just sort of erupted out of the conversation that ensued while we were there. We were kind of talking about learning about this guy's clubs, this doctor from India, 
And people say, well, what do you mean? How can it work? And it's all fake. And it sounds like insanity. And and the more we talked, finally someone said, well, demonstrate it. You could, you know, you've studied <laughs> it. Let's, let's try it. And you'll be our leader. So Kira and I became the leaders of that. It does start off as fake. And you just basically just start to laugh as if you're really laughing. And your subconscious doesn't know the difference. That's part of the magic of this. Your conscious mind certainly knows the difference, but your subconscious mind doesn't. And it's laughing right along with your fake laughter. Pretty soon, you get caught up in the whole thing. It's almost as if we have a built-in primal connection with laughter as human beings. When we start laughing together, we connect ourselves. We feel that joy and that happiness, and it is kind of a collective joy. These laughter clubs do exist, and they're free to join. You can look for Laughter Yoga International if you want to Google it and find one in your area. (laughs) Well, the bottom line, last word, if you will, as laughter, humor, and play become a bigger and bigger and bigger part of your life, your creativity will soar. You will learn new ways of interacting with others. This humor will take you higher and higher, and you'll learn to be more relaxed, more positive, more creative, and really more joyful and balanced. And in our thinking, that's going to lead to life becoming much happier. (laughs) That's why we think laughter does make life happier. You first have to find a way to make yourself laugh. But boy, once you get it going, get the momentum going in your life, you will really enjoy it. It makes life so much better. Well, Kara, I think that's our show for today. We want to thank all of our listeners for being with us here for Laughter Makes Life Happier. Yes, we do thank you for being with us on the Happiness Experience Podcast. To subscribe to our show, just go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids Podcast and today's podcast, The Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone.